broadcasting from Woodstock, Georgia. Welcome to Soul Solutions, a show where we overcome our fears and our limiting beliefs. I'm your host, author, and certified life coach, Terry Kozlowski. Episode 11, You Are a Unique Part of Me, I Don't Know Yet. I believe we are all connected, and these connections to others are vital to us in our growth. From a physical perspective, the brain is wired for human associations, which enhances our social relationships. But how are we linked scientifically? Science's current theory of evolution of the universe is the Big Bang Theory. It is the basis that the belief that everything, all that is in the universe, was at one time altogether. All that is was once one concentrated mass, a singularity. Then bang! The universe expanded into what it currently is. So at one point, we really were all connected. And more importantly, we are all created from the same origin. All the energy that existed from the Big Bang is still all the energy that exists in the universe today, because energy can neither be created nor destroyed, only transformed. As human beings, we are energy inside these bodies. We can feel that force within us. The universal power flows through each of us and everything in the universe. That is why you are a unique part of me I may not know yet. How do we feel disconnected and why do we feel disconnected? Although humanity at large has become more concerned about the egoic self, we're all still interconnected. The rise of the ego because of materialism and competition has caused us to believe that we're separated from one another. Yet this is a lie of the ego. Through our individualism, we have had significant expansion in creativity, innovation, and progress. Still, it has eroded our connection to one another and to the planet. This disconnection has caused an increased apathy for others and the endeavors we focus on for ourselves. I'm not saying we don't need our time alone, because we do. Self-care is an integral part of our authenticity. But the notion that we don't need others is a lie of the ego. The egoic mind wants to keep us safe, and it assumes that people have ulterior motives and therefore cannot be trusted. But this idea isn't necessarily accurate. We have to get to know one another to build a tribe of like-minded individuals for us to thrive. Only through connection can we give and receive love. Our relationship with others allows the love we all seek to enter our lives. Through connectedness, we share our lives, share ourselves, and know that we aren't alone. What is connection? Brene Brown, a researcher on vulnerability, defines connection as the energy that exists between people when they feel seen, heard, and valued, when they can give and receive without judgment, and when they derive sustenance and strength from the relationship. So let's look at what genuine connection with another is. When we are with others, we can tell if there is a connection. We sense that there is a bond of commonality or a feeling of oneness. As humans, we desire this feeling. We desire this connection. But for us to sense this link, we have to be open. We have to be willing to expose our true nature to another. We must be authentic to connect with others. And this is where the ego jumps in and interferes with the process. So that interdependence that exists in nature doesn't thrive among humanity. The egoic mind instills fear into us, and we don't connect with ourselves, others, or nature. 
We need to see the similarities of, of those we meet and unlearn this false belief that the ego fearful taxes has taught us. We do this by moving out of our isolation and making new connections that help our collective communities. In doing so, we allow the energetic flow of a positive force to move through our community and because we allow the connection to harmonize our energies. This harmonization allows us to treat one another with love instead of fear. In what ways are we connected? The universe builds us all the same. Every human has matching internal organs, requires nourishment, and lives a similar life cycle. We are all on a comparable adventure we called life. Yes, there are differences between us. From a universal perspective, they don't matter, and we should be accepted as we are. Genetically, we are more in common than we are different. We are 99.9% .9 genetically identical to every other person on the planet. So we base the differences we see on only 0.1%, a statistical benign amount. As human beings, we all share universal feelings. Our emotional lives tend to rule out how we live, but we all understand happiness, love, anger, and fear. How we as individuals choose to express them depends on our social upbringing as well as our cultural background. We all share this planet as our home. Each of us needs Mother Earth to provide us with clean air, nourishing foods from the soil, and fresh drinking water to sustain us. So far, she has done so. We receive all of our needs from Mother Earth. We are one human species, a global family, each responsible for caring for our home planet. What proof is there that we are all connected? Anything we do affects others. We aren't solitary beings who can live without influencing others. The choice we make today impacts us and our families, friends, and our communities. We are all linked to one another no matter how isolated our egoic minds try to convince us otherwise. This connectedness gives our lives meaning, gives us love, and allows us to grow. Once we see the ties we have to one another, we hold tight to them. Humans attach to things and people. This attachment can lead to suffering, but it can also lead to love and friendship. The ties become stronger when we share a similar story. These stories bond us to one another. Our connections to others actually enhances our lives. And as we improve ourselves, we can help others grow and expand their own experiences. This service to others enhances our connectedness to one another. Why are social ties needed? We think because of the internet we are more connected, but the opposite is actually true. At best, social media is a superficial bond that easily broken by unfriending someone. These weak ties give the egoic mind the idea that we have connections, but this is false. To having meaningful relationship with someone, we must have personal interactions, not engaging in social media commentary. Individuals with strong ties to their communities bond with those they share with their town. Communities with tight bonds with people fare better in times of adversity than those that don't have similar bonds. We can see these communal bonds at work in times of disaster, but we should see them more because our connections to our hometowns has direct bearing on our daily lives. Where we work, where we shop, where we worship should matter to us. We should desire that we feel connection to these peoples and places we visit regularly. When we reach out and bond to our co-workers, the cashiers, our fellow worshipers, 
we expand our communal ties. None of us are perfect, but we know this, yet the ego allows us to put up barriers. Instead, let's help one another feel welcome and essential to the community at large. What ways can we connect? First, we must connect to our authentic selves that whispers in our heart. We need to get silent to hear our soul softly speaking to us. By connecting with our true nature, our natural selves, we allow the magic to flow into our lives. This bond enables us to grow and expand. Once we connect with our true selves, we automatically see the bond with nature and with others. The next connection we need to have, of course, is with Mother Nature. All of us need to understand and respect the environment. We only have this one world, this planet, and we must take care of Earth and all the interconnected creatures that share the planet with us. Nature has time and time again showed us how it is interconnected. When one aspect is out of balance, the planet suffers. Connecting with people is as simple as showing respect for one another. Being kind to those you meet isn't difficult and shows respect to them. Listen to the people who are speaking. Smile at the person who's passing you by. Share a joke or other humorous stories to allow laughter in, which enables us to relate to one another. Connecting isn't tricky, but it takes effort on our parts because it has to be initiated. Why not be that special someone that reaches out to another? How does connection improve our lives? Through our bonds, we can transcend conflicts. When we see our similarities, we recognize ourselves in one another. We see our disagreements as futile. We can choose to rise above the egoic fear and see what we are, one connected being. All of our adversaries are merely a part of us we haven't gotten to know yet. The ties that bind us together are what allow the flow of love. We cannot love in isolation. Humans need touch, communication, and meaning in our lives. Through connection, we share our humanity with one another. But we cannot have any of these if we isolate ourselves. All of these human needs come through connection. We must touch. We must communicate. We must share. If we are lonely or feeling unloved, it's because we choose to disconnect ourselves from the love that always surrounds us. Through forgiveness of others and ourselves, we can reconnect with others. We meet all of our biological needs through the connection with Mother Nature. We are inseparable from our environment. Without it, we cannot survive. The interconnectedness of humanity to the earth is inseparable, despite the fact that we may ignore it. The dependence humanity has on the planet is undeniable. How to move forward with oneness. Albert Einstein stated, a human being is a part of the whole, called by us, the universe, a part limited in time and space. He experiences himself, his thoughts, and feelings as something separated from the rest, a kind of optical illusion of his consciousness. This delusion is a kind of prison for us, restricting us to our personal desires and to affection of a few persons nearest to us. Our task must be to free ourselves from this prison by widening our circle of compassion to embrace all living creatures and the whole of nature and its beauty. Our natural state with the world is one of connection. We are connected to one another. The oneness means that we are never alone, despite what the egoic mind says. The problem we have is that we believe the ego's lies 
and that something separates us from everything else. Our consciousness was one with the universe, and as we recognize our connectedness, we allow the duality to slip away and oneness to take hold. Together, we can overcome our conflicts because we have more similarities than we have differences. Remember, 99.9% of our genetic essence is the same as everyone else's on the planet. When we do, when we live from a place of oneness, we allow peace and love to be how we respond to others. As we become more conscious of how we are all connected, we allow ourselves to replace duality with oneness and live a more peaceful and loving life. Do you need support to help you see the connection you have with others? Do you want a strategy to help you overcome the ego's limiting beliefs and live a successful life? If so, please contact me at terrykozlowski.com and we can put together an action plan for you to create the life you desire. Please join us next week as we discuss how fear is the ego's normal state, but how together we can overcome it. Thanks for listening to Soul Solutions with Terry Kozlowski. If you'd like the show and want to learn more, check out terrykozlowski.com where you can find the links to everything we talked about in this episode. Please subscribe to the show so you'll never miss an episode as we overcome our fears and our limiting beliefs. Thank you.